Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's Coming Up Podcast. This episode is but blah, 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 blah. This episode is brought to you by Buzz Cola, a taste you can kill for. <laughs> we are also brought to you by the Charleston Dueling Society. We are brought to you by the producers of Waiting to Exhale. We have a lot of sponsors today. Uh, we are also brought to you by Heinz Ketchup and Hunt's Ketchup. <laughs> and of course, we are brought to you by Tamako. Uh, it's smooth and mild and refreshingly addictive. We're here to talk about uh, the episode EIEI Annoyed Grunt, which is the fifth episode of the 11th season, originally aired on November 7th, 1999. It was directed by Bob Anderson, written by Ian Maxtone Graham, and the showrunner was Max Scully! Woo yeah, yeah! Very excited to talk about this episode. Ooh, me too. Uh, before we do, if it's okay, um, I just wanted to quickly talk about Ian Maxtone Graham. Did Ooh, you yes. do any reading about him as well? Because it's pretty fun. Why don't you take the reins? I cannot wait. Uh, something that is funny, if like when you look up uh, people on Wikipedia, sometimes it tells you their height, and you're just like, well, that couldn't possibly be important. But it is for him. Uh, he's like six eight or six five. Oh, and he's who the very tall man is yeah, based on in yeah, yeah. uh, twenty two short films. And uh, also, he's kind of an infamous writer on the show, mm -hmm. uh, because in an interview in, um, like, I don't know, it was pretty early on, he said that he had barely seen The Simpsons before. Uh, the quote is this. Um, it was in a 1998 interview in The Independent, and he ridiculed the beetle-browed beetle people on the internet for their criticism of the show, uh, which, of course, made a lot of people mad. Beetle-browed? Mm-hmm. What is that Beetle, beetle browed, <laughs> whatever that is. But uh, he he just thought anyone that kind of uh, like was obsessed with the early seasons of The Simpsons but didn't like the new stuff were like just you know not worth his time, and he kind of like publicly shamed them. Cool. Uh, so a lot of people hate this guy. However, a lot of people love this episode. Yeah, so it's kind of confusing for them. It's interesting. This episode was uh, listed on a lot of like. Um, it was, it was listed on a lot of like top lists for episodes of television, but like with a caveat, it'd be like top episodes of The Simpsons featuring food or like <laughs> top episodes of The Simpsons after season 10. Like there is always like this weird addendum written into every one of like the pop culture lists for this, um, which is fine. I mean, we've uh, talked a little bit about how, you know, after I would probably say season eight or nine. Um, people tend to shift their opinions about um, Simpsons episodes. Yeah. And um, it's it's dumb to do a demarcation in, in the sand. Yes, in the sand, I think so. But, like, as we've talked about on the show, like, you and I both had our own kind of natural falling off point just where we didn't actively turn away from the Simpsons uh, because we would never do that, but just lived our lives and kind of did our yeah. own things. And I didn't – I watched this maybe one time in my life before today. Um, and uh, it – you know, my, my decrim – uh, demarcation is kind of yeah I watched one through ten and then I didn't really watch as mm -hmm. much um, but this episode is packed full of great jokes and yeah. really good movie moments and lots of great references and uh, I could see why it was picked it's a good snapshot for the year 1999 too which I feel like was a pretty tasty pop culture year I feel like 1996 to 1999 was like you know we have Phantom Menace and we have like all these big movies anyway enough about that i want to introduce our <laughs> guest um he's a writer you may know him from his work at channel 101 and uh across various points on the internet 
Um, please welcome Abed Gaith. Did Hello. I pronounce your last name correctly? Yeah, you did. Oh my yeah. God, I cannot yeah. believe that. That's really rare. <laughs> most people say Geith. Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh Boom. man, I'm, that's going to make my week. I'm going to be riding high on that till Sunday. Or they forget to put the H in. Mm. Like I've had credits on stuff where it just says G-E-I-T-H. And I'm yeah. always like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> that's like correcting everything. Right, right, right. We both have hard uh, last names that start with G. Right, right. Well, how is yours said? Mine is Gertz, but Gertz. people say Goertz. And Goertz. once I've gotten, well, I've gotten Gortez mostly because of, like the types of neighborhoods that I live in. It's pre- predominantly Hispanic families. And then I've gotten Goats before, and that was really is impressive. it is yeah. it German? Your it's last German. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be Gertz, but Gertz. people uh, just insist on calling me Julie. Julie and like people, <laughs> right? And it's like oh, that's not me. You're and not it's a like Julie at all. People that I've known for for like decades. Like really? a long time. That's long very time. insulting. Yeah, you know, cause it's, it's hard. Like, that means they're not thinking about your name hard enough. No, mm-hmm. I want yeah. them to just be thinking about me all the time. Yeah, your name. Like, <laughs> you got to be selfish with that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like the person that, like, if our lives were movies and and it was uh, especially like a Taken esque action movie, yeah, like your nemesis would be the person who has your name but like one letter off. <laughs> you know, so I would be taken down by the hand of a Julie. Uh. Or, or there's also Julio would be bad for you. Julio. Yeah, that's like your enemy. Like Julio or like Julio? Well, no. Is there Julio or is it pronounced Julio? I would love to meet a me Julio. and Julio down by the schoolyard. <laughs> I always yeah, I've heard one. Julio, but it's like I've never known one. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> well that'll be the one it'll be the seven-fingered man he's gonna come <laughs> after me now that's just what's gonna happen well please let us know how yeah. that goes <laughs> well you know one thing i should say because earlier I talked about ian max tone graham do you guys know that there's a seinfeld episode with a character named ian max tone graham no. oh my god you're right yeah it's in the one they where kramer to do that, yeah he he has the tony mm-hmm. remember yeah. and then one of the guys <laughs> the producer's like hello i'm ian max tone graham that's great and i think it's because like they had writer or one writer jennifer crittenden mm-hmm. was on seinfeld and simpsons yeah oh. so she must have done that as like a joke interesting that's yeah. cute yeah Oh, yeah, I, love that. I I actually just read. I mean, I <laughs> this is going to be a terrible story because I don't really know the details. But I just read like a general like BuzzFeed esque uh, article about how um, you know the Seinfeld took the name of like some mutual friend of theirs, like of Larry David, and then yeah. made him like a really weird character that now he's like he's uh-huh. had to deal with that his whole life. See, really, I didn't know any details. It was a terrible <laughs> story. Well, that I, sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that actually. I made a short called Robot Hunter, and then I had a friend, and they had a friend named Hunter Savage. Uh huh. And I bet I a great asked. Name. I know. I asked the friend to ask the real Hunter Savage if it was okay, and yeah. he was like fine with it. But I think my friend was upset. <laughs> Oh, really? No. Like, I think she thought it was weird. Mm. <laughs> I've definitely uh, taken my friends' names and, and inserted them in, in, you know, characters and scripts that I've written. But like, I always try to change it up by one letter or yeah. like one I mean, thing. That's so. more than uh, Matt Groening did. Hey. Well, yeah, yeah, it's actually been done to me. <laughs> yeah, yep. well, you're the inspiration, honestly, right. right. yeah, yeah. and, and that happens when I go to a store and I say my name. Someone brings that up. Really? They go, oh, like community. And then <laughs> so I now that's something part like of that. I have to kind of, I sort of downplay it though, because I don't want to be like, you know, like acting weird about it. You was know? there a conversation between you and Dan Harmon when he was developing um, the show? Well, yeah, because I was going to be on it. Oh. And so he was asked, he was like grilling me about stuff. And then I thought I was going to be on it. So I was excited. Uh huh. And then like I auditioned, but at the time I wasn't good at auditions <laughs> i mean no one is but right. at the time i was so nervous so scared and like yeah. 
the, the, the when I read in front of like the executives, it was like terrifying because you know all of them are just like, like right. looking at you like you're a piece of meat. Yeah. And not like you're a human being. Oh. So that was difficult. I mean, yeah. that is hard. I don't know if I would be able to, if somebody like wrote yeah, a character based on me to a T, right. I don't know if I'd be able to perform, especially in front of executives. Yeah, I must have been late 20s, but I wasn't like an actor. You yeah. know, I wasn't like, I was just myself. So, and, and then, he wanted yeah. that. He wanted a real person. Right. But, and he even bought me acting classes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, which was good, but not necessarily, yeah, it didn't, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's unfortunately common when, you know, you create a show and it gets bought and you're going through all the, all the process of it. Like, if you, of course, want to bring in your friends, but yeah. then there's this whole other part of it of the network weighing in and, yeah. like, you know, well, they want to see real actors and exactly. all that stuff. Also, Jeff Davis was supposed to be Jeff. I know, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, so I remember hearing about Jeff that. Davis. that but been then a different that, of show. course, went to Joel McHale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They thought Jeff was too, um, like, good-looking. Like, he would be the guy that would steal... He's a, yeah in in <laughs> in TV like world he's a little slimy looking just because of how handsome he is yeah he's kind of too like sh- you, like you look at him you're like that guy looks shysty like, yeah he's gonna be he's not the nice friendly guy that we all right root for. right yeah yeah like isn't he, his like sorry, online Jeff. name handsome Jeff Davis or I think something? so yeah <laughs> he's very handsome he's very, he's handsome. very handsome yeah he's a good no looking guy no one's denying he it. could he's be beautiful. no he could he's looked be that in, like a way. Bond yeah. movie he's looked like that since I've known him which has been like twelve years. Uh-huh. It's like he hasn't changed. He hasn't aged yeah, it like right. I like, What is the secret? Like, I wouldn't yeah. have been rooting for him on the Titanic. Right, right, right. <laughs> he was on the latest season of um, Who Wants to? No, wait. What's it? Uh, Whose line? Anyway? Whose line is it? Well, anyway? he was an original cast member during the oh, Drew Carey yeah. years. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. That's kind of his claim to fame back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's really, really good on that yeah. show. Yeah, I went to a taping and it it was so freaking cold. Oh and my god! I didn't gosh. bring a sweater. I didn't think you would end that sentence in that way. No, and we were in there for like <laughs> four hours, me and mm-hmm. Callie, and I was dying. Like I just like I was like I have to get the hell out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they keep you there to you know they were taping like two episodes. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty brutal. Well, let's get down to brass tacks sure why did you choose the tomaco episode well you know uh you brought up something interesting i was watching simpsons like obsessively up until season 10 like you said and i think tomaco was one of the those episodes that i was going to college at the time and i wasn't watching tv as much until farscape came along of course Mm -hmm. and i was sort of like dipping in and out and that was one that i caught on accident where I just was like, I wonder, you know, what's how, how Simpsons is doing. And then I turned it on and I saw that episode like live and wow, it's, cool. it stuck with me because mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, okay, it's not the same, but there's so much, f- there's, there's like so many jokes and funny moments it's in jam-packed. this episode. Yeah. And so over the years, and also me and my friend, we always joke about how much we love that Zorro movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking the, the Zorro movie, I, <laughs> I had like a weird memory that stuck with me forever about it. I saw it in theaters, yeah. but I like saw it on like an afternoon outing with my grandma and my family. You mean the Antonio Banderas movie? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, so I it's just kind had this of weird connection to the Zorro movie of like... Seeing Catherine Zeta Jones's yeah. like, dress get like snapped off, <laughs> sitting next to my grandma. Oh boy! <laughs> I no, also saw Drop Dead Gorgeous in the theaters with my grandma. And that was oh a similar gosh. experience. <laughs> Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> I was gonna say that like, what's really hilarious, and this is what Simpsons does so well. Their parodies are almost like not parodies because that movie is silly. That yeah. Zorro movie. It's almost like it's a little bit 
really close to what it is. Right, right. Yeah, and, and you just nailed it with the, the dress thing because they have that joke yeah. where she's like, well, part of my of don't you know do that to my dress don't you understand i love that yeah yeah <laughs> or don't cut off my dress and like it's so funny because it's like a little bit like just on the nose of what right. that movie was so before we get too deep into you know uh references from the episode for people that haven't seen it in a while we like to um catch them up by just reading the synopsis from the internet uh so in this episode inspired by a zorro movie as we were just talking about. Uh, Homer begins slapping people with a glove and challenging them to duels. However, when a real Southern gentleman accepts Homer's request for a duel, the Simpsons run off to the old farm Homer lived in with his parents and breed a dangerously addictive but successful tobacco-tomato hybrid called Tomacco. Just when they are about to gain $150 million from the hybrid, dangerously addicted animals ruin their plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the other reason I picked this, because of the word tomacco. It's such a good right. word. Yeah, yeah, it's such a it's good like, word. It, it stands good out. Off. Right. Yeah. It sticks with people. Again, this was uh, on the top list of Simpsons episodes featuring food. Right. So, <laughs> I, you want to get the best, baby. No, I bet the other one is that uh, food critic one, probably. For the food critic one, which is the same season, and um, it's interesting. Maybe Skittlebrow. Yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> on there too. And Lisa like vegetarian. Lisa vegetarian. Lisa probably. vegetarian. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. The Burns der Kraftwerk, because that's chocolate. Yeah, right, and right, then right. and then well, let's yeah let's just uh, hypothesize what what else is on there. Maybe um when Marge is the eat a pita. Oh yeah, pretzel. the pretzel lady. Oh yeah, pretzel that's lady. a great one. With um, that's one of the best ones John ever. Or uh, Jack Lemon. Yeah. Would you include Blinky, the three-eyed fish, in there I, too? I, well, <laughs> they try to eat him because, like, I think that episode that's really early, and it's not yeah. one of my favorites. Even so though it that wouldn't scene, be on that list. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't put it on the list just because I don't think it's as mem- memorable as, oh, let's say, gotcha. the pretzel wagon one. Yeah. I don't know because Blinky as an object is pretty famous. Like that when they did the Hollywood Bowl show, they had like a right. giant inflatable Blinky. Oh right, and yeah. my ex-girlfriend made me a tiny Blinky, like right, like little thing. Like Aww. she makes little. Or she, yeah, like little clay things. That's and she cool. made me a blinky, and that's then very sweet. Also, she made me Bobo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know, I feel like, like yeah, all yeah, destroyed. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. image of Blinky is iconic, just for whatever reason. Maybe because it was earlier on. Yeah, there's actually. Um, I, I'm gonna try and find it. Uh, a great blog that is um, Simpsons food recipes. Ooh. Oh and wow! So you can oh, have also nacho hat. Oh, yeah. That had to be on the list. Oh, oh that's right. Nacho hat. And then what about the called... Amer- America balls? Yeah. <laughs> it's Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Eats Like a Duck. Eats Like, Eats a, like duck. a Duck. So that's eatslikeaduck.com right. is great if you want to uh, throw your own Homer's BBBBQ or <laughs> other <laughs> dinner parties. Uh, the extra B is for BYOBB. Oh, chowda. <laughs> I uh, almost for 4th of July made a giant uh, Rice Krispie square with a bite in it. Oh, <laughs> wow. But then I ran out of time. That's funny. Yeah. You guys are, I, I feel like you're on this, we're all on the same level where we're getting all these references. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because like, that's the other thing Otherwise about Otherwise our podcast would just f- crumble and fall. Yeah, because you'd be, you'd be grabbing at straws. But I feel like, because like I, growing up, that's why I'm a, a Simpsons nut. I would I would remember, and this is before the internet. Uh-huh. Me and my cousin just quoting stuff all the right, time, right. all the time. Like yeah. just sitting around, and then we'll we'll be like, we'll say a line from Simpsons, and we start laughing. Yeah, and my sister like, and I too. Yeah, and, and my no friend other, Casey and I. Yeah, right. No other show before Simpsons kind of did that, or mm-hmm. even after. Like, there's very few, maybe Seinfeld, that are just that quotable. You know. Yeah. Well, I feel like. Uh, 
you know, I can't quite pinpoint, I'm sure some like film or TV historian has tried to pinpoint the exact like year when that became part of like the new wave of pop culture of like yeah. quoting culture. Right. Um, I know for a fact that like Lebowski Fest um, started because of um, the guys that created it went to like some tattoo expo and spent the day just quoting Lebowski and bonding with other people and realizing in that moment, oh my God, like yeah. here's a movie that came and went and... I thought I was the only person that enjoyed it this much. And also, look at all these other was, people. It was a flop. I know. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I was. Basically, I, I feel like a lot of those movies in reaching cult status, they kind of have to be a flop, yeah. so that you can have the second wave of like, oh my god, I had no idea. So there's like, I had no idea, and then you meet the other people, and you're like, holy shit, you speak the same language as me, and you form that instant bond. And I feel like Lebowski has that, Simpsons has yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's pop the culture thing. Places. Two of my best friends, like, we're all Simpsons nuts. So it's like, we actually when we ha we ha hung out and watched episodes, like. You know, it was just like reliving old times and really great yeah. because these are the people that, you know, that they, it means the most to and you have that in common. It's, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And um, but that's the thing. It's like this episode is one that we always quote. Right. Yeah. And, and because of Tamako, because of Glove Slap. Yeah. There's just so much in it. Yeah. Like, and that's an actual song. The B-52s recorded that. Uh, you can tell. Yeah. You yeah. Can tell. <laughs> which is amazing. There's a lot of really great musical moments in yeah. this episode. Oh, yeah. So we have Glove Slap, which I remember like w at being at the airport in like early 2000s and like overhearing a guy like sing it to his girlfriend like playfully and having that moment we didn't even say anything to each other right, but being right, like right. hell yeah that's fun um, that's cool so there's glove slap in this episode but then we also have at the end of zorro they do a zorro rap oh that's which made me think of there, that was a trend at the time i feel like adam's family values or the adam's family movie came out around this time yeah, and yeah. at the end uh yeah. i don't know if you guys remember mc hammer recorded a special song for the end credits <laughs> of the adam's family movie yeah yeah um uh, young julia prescott in her uh, sixth grade dance class did a tap dance to it um, <laughs> a little fact about me um, but they have a Zorro rap and uh, I, I wrote down the lyrics of it oh, if great, you don't mind me great. reciting them uh, from the Z to the O to the double R O he's a dude in a mask from the barrio with his horse <laughs> and his mask and his big old sword he'll cut your butt from a 52 Ford that's my favorite line I bet <laughs> they had so much fun writing that lyric no they did mm -hmm. you know what's hilarious because like are you guys ha uh, Hamilton fans I just started. You just started. <laughs> now I, and I want to. I want to compare this to that Simpsons uh, Zorro rap because my it's exactly the same, and it should have won all the Tonys. Exact. <laughs> no, it's like here's the thing. The pacing of it. Well, no, I, I, I am gonna alienate myself from a lot of people, but I, I listened to Hamilton and laughed my my butt oh, off and yeah. thought of that Zorro thing because I'm like <laughs> it just sounds so lame right, right. you know because it's like yo we're in olden times here <laughs> Hamilton and you got it I just I don't know thinking, you know what I don't know if you're alone yeah no yeah I don't think I am but I've talked to a lot of people that they go oh you got to listen to it several times <laughs> right. and you got to get the nuances of what they're saying but I'm like yeah but it's rap and rap is kind of silly when yeah. you're talking it's about what teachers use to make you yeah. like care about Shakespeare. <laughs> that's I what know, it is. It's like an I episode. I love that that's become a trope. That but used it, to be like, why so cutting <laughs> No, it is like a, like what do you call it? Like an episode of Saved by the Bell or something like that where it's like they do a, cr a crummy rap to yeah. like make everyone learn. And I just, that, and I can't stop thinking about that Zorro rap when I listen to Hamilton. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, it's it's kind of in the same universe. I don't think I don't think you're alone. Yeah. I will say uh, because I I know uh, in particular a couple of our mutual friends from the 101 community have um, been kind of like playfully mocking it online, right, right, without having listened to it, like yeah, which is their yeah. whole angle. Like I, I haven't, it, yeah, I haven't I listened to Hamilton, listen, yeah. but is this a lyric? Like, yo, my name is Hamilton. I don't give a Damilton or it's something. kind of like that. Yeah, it's no, kind of I like know. that. It's like, but there are other. I will argue for it. Yeah. there are other songs on there. Right. That are Right. are great songs well written and yeah, they're powerful yeah. right right um i it, it's a lot too to digest because it's like two full discs <laughs> if those still kind of exist um uh, of material and i have not seen it live uh, see i feel like yeah. maybe if i saw it live it would be a different experience i definitely think yeah. so <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true of most musicals yeah. I, think, I think you will yeah, probably I, be moved in some way i always get moved by musicals but I just don't want to be that guy in the the in the in the audience laughing because I might be like, – if I'm like stoned or something, I'll laugh. I mean, that's a strong emotion too, and I think – That seems I easily avoidable. <laughs> Still yeah. high before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, even if I'm not high, I'll probably laugh. I might just – because I'll, I'll hear just that's like – That's better than having your arms crossed and harumphing the whole time. That's true, but I know there's a couple <laughs> yo's in there, and that'll make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're not wrong. Right. There will be a couple yo's. Well, because like I was in the car with my friend, and then he played it, and when I heard a yo, I was just like giggling. I heard uh, some story. Uh, my fiance Mike told me that like some guy took a lift from like um, I don't know New York to I won't say Cape Cod because that's a, a plot from Splash, but uh, it was <laughs> like a similarly long drive. Yeah, and he was just mentioning oh you know, have you heard Hamilton to the driver? And the driver was like, I've never heard of it before. What uh, is it? And so uh-huh. they started playing it and like, it, they played it the whole time and like went even like, he like stretched the ride so that he could, you know, continue listening to it. Wait, and they the were, driver like, was really into it? Yeah. They were wow. like crying together about it. Oh, or something. oh man. Well, see, that's where, you know, th- that's a good thing that because that's bringing thing. people together who yes. normally you wouldn't, even give a shit about your driver. That's right. Like I mean, this there hasn't been a musical that has had this much of a cultural impact since I will say uh, Rent. You're right. And you're right. It's, it's or, yeah. crazy that yeah. so many people are paying attention to musical theater right now. I yeah, feel like no, that is a good thing. A yeah. ton of people That's watch the Tonys this year because of it. And right, right, normally right. I'm the only one who yeah. wants Yo, to watch the Tonys. What is this shit, this Tony shit? Yo. Why should I care? Oh, it's got rap. Hell it's yeah. It's got rap. Hell yeah. I love rap. <laughs> I love this. Throw some skateboards in there and I'm down. And then you find <laughs> out, you know, I'm a fan of My Fair Lady, actually. <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> you oh. dig deeper. Yeah, you dig deeper. Yeah, yeah. You, you go to the previous season. Yeah. Uh, so some other moments that I like uh, around sure. the time of the Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we get I, my classic thing is I keep getting off on tangents. It's that okay. Is, that's yeah. podcasting one hundred and one. Yes, right. right. Um, but there are some things that happen at the movie that I think are great. Um, I laughed really hard at the milk duds uh, being filled with butter. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Homer saying, "Swim, my pretties." I thought that was a yeah. A nice there's a lot of Homer tasty moments. Homer moments. Also, if, if uh, when I was watching it, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I'm like, I kind of want to try that. Me too. <laughs> I, I mean, was like, we can't, but we, we can't. But well, maybe you can't. I mean, she and I can't because we're vegans. Oh, you can do vegan butter. You can't do the, no, the oh, milk duds. That's right. <laughs> it's in the name. 
Well, <laughs> they should make vegetarian duds. meat milk duds. I mean, come vegan on. milk duds. Yeah, milk duds. I, yeah. I bet they, they do. Should. I mean, there's some bakery in Brooklyn that's probably debuting that as we speak. Earlier this morning, I was thinking that if someone made vegan lunchables, it would go crazy. So someone do that. I think they're called bento boxes, but I want them to be like tacky <laughs> yeah, and with no, plastic. I know. I know there needs to be that just for adults in general. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We already got coloring books. Let's get those lunchables. You're right. We oh, already I love coloring got books. coloring books. <laughs> they do make them now. <laughs> for adults it's like amazing right it coloring really books yeah. yeah i saw some the other day therapeutic they yeah. make cartoons for adults too what is this world what is this world no eventually it's that's going to happen because we're becoming like everyone's kind of getting more childlike we're resting in a big staying. way yeah i i would definitely say that our generation and i speak very broadly of, of the parameters of that but um you know the way that we are edging further and further into adulthood is regressing further and further back into childhood right, right, because right. life is scary. Well, no, but but that's that's like my whole life. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone telling me to grow up. Oh, stop buying toys. Right. And blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I mean, I. This is when I lived in Modesto. When I moved here, I'm like, I don't have. You're to from Modesto. That's where my dad's family's from. Are you serious? Yeah, I go oh there every God. year and visit all my relatives. Holy shit, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, they that's live in. Where I was they live in Ripon. Ripon, yeah, yeah, I know Ripon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, what's crazy? Yeah, if well, people want to stock my dad's family, <laughs> they know where to go. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, interesting. That's very interesting. Well, like, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I moved to Los Angeles because here you can be. You know, you can be perpetually like 12. Yeah. And it's hard to tell like what is specific to our industry because, you know, we work in entertainment. So I feel like and we also seem to work in in more playful, comedic. Like we were talking earlier, we both uh, work in animation frequently. Like it's it's sort of encouraged to continue to be a child. It's almost like if, if you're just a guy that has your briefcase in your car and you show up and you're just like with a tie everyone's like what's wrong with him yeah and even in like <laughs> Mr. no fun over there well i would even say frank grimes you know <laughs> like that so that's like a very stereotypical businessman and i would even say that a description of like a modern businessman has shifted to being more youthful as we see in silicon valley yeah you know yeah, that exactly. every startup guy is like right. a cool dude with a faux hawk who like you know wheelies into work every day and has like all of his toys on his desk yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> his figurines mm-hmm. uh to bring it back to the Tony's kind of stuff that you guys were talking about. There is a Tony's mention. Uh, they when so Homer basically, as we said in the kind of synopsis, uh, because of Zorro gets the idea to start slapping people and challenging them to a duel. He takes this uh, glove from like the janitor's pocket or something. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a moment uh, in Moe's uh, when Homer says uh, Homer's called heavy set, and Moe's just like, "All right, take it easy, take it easy." He's I'm like, just saying, you ain't no uh, Tommy Tune. Uh-huh. Ain't no Tommy Tune. That's it. <laughs> and it's funny yeah. that he gets mad that he's not Tommy. Tommy too. I, I just like that Homer could possibly know who that is. But for those that don't know who that is, um, as I assume many don't, um, he he won like ten Tonys, and you know he's uh, he's one of those types. I told you not to drink all those frescas before we got in the car. Mother, please, you're embarrassing me. No, I'm not. Seymour needs the toilet. His bladder's full. Full of urine. Yeah, thanks. It's just past the end of the bar, next to the heavy set guy. Heavy set? What's that supposed to mean? I right, take it easy. Take it easy. I'm just saying, you ain't no uh, Tommy Toon. No Tommy Toon, eh? Oh, that's it. You insulted my honor. You what now? I demand satisfaction. Oh! I challenge you to a duel. Hey, a duel? Are you... Isn't that a little extreme? Here, here, have a free beer. Really? But you've never given anyone a free beer. Yeah, I ain't never been slapped with no dueling glove before either. 
Wow, a free beer. And I owe it all to a little glove slap. Glove slap, baby glove slap. Mm. One of, one of those Tony winning types. <laughs> There's also a mention of him on Seinfeld. Uh, oh, yeah. Because Frank Costanza's like, Tommy Toon is very tall. <laughs> he's like, he's just randomly talking about Tommy Toon. That's like, a great sentence in yeah. the way you said it. A little yeah. tongue like twister. The of your voice. I, all, same with <laughs> Simpsons. It's like Seinfeld is like tattooed on my brain. Same. Like, those are yeah. the two. Yeah. The two that I just have every quote just mm-hmm. ready to go. That and uh, Twilight Zone. They all kind of yeah. work together. I don't know oh, if I have that for with me, Seinfeld. Star Trek is the other one. Mm. Yeah. Next Generation mostly. But, um, oh, I was going to say that, uh, you know what's funny? I took a picture of, where's my phone? Basically, like, when they come out of the theater, did you see all the names of the movies? Yes, oh. it's, it's in here as well. But Oh, they got it there. Okay. Yeah, but you should, you should read off your favorites because they're, they're great. great. They're great. They're so good. And I love when Simpsons does that, when they have the fake stuff. I like, there's my dinner with Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Mars Needs Towels, that yeah. 70s movie. Uh, Shakespeare in Heat, uh, Face Puncher 4. And uh, I think my favorite is Das Booty Call. Yeah, that's, that's great. Really <laughs> well, so there's a Combining couple references to big 1999 movies, baby. Right, right, um, right. You know, Jar Jar Binks, of course, uh, the much beloved mm. uh, Jar Jar, as he liked to be called. Um, right. and it, you kind of want to see uh, Mars that. Needs you, towels. Well, you want to see my dinner with Jar Jar because you're like, I know I, that would be a kind of a funny movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I love I love that. Like my dinner with Andre is like a, a joke. Well, that comedy writers go to. I right. Mean, right. I feel like the most famous is. Uh, at the end of Waiting for Guffman when we see oh, um, yeah, yeah. Christopher Guest's character. He's opened that. up like a novelty it's shop. There's also the play set. There's also yeah. an entire community episode uh, based on yes. it. My yes. friend wrote that one. So uh, do, do you which have a, a particular affinity for that movie? For My Dear With Andre? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's great. I watched it recently and it's absolutely amazing. The My Dinner with Andre community episode, that was a Pulp Fiction one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, who wrote that one? My friend Sona. Oh, okay. Uh, Sona Panos. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like a one-on-one person. She's the sister of like one of my best friends. Cool. And she was like a writer's assistant on community, but that was an episode she wrote. It's a great episode. It is. So great. It's a great it's one memorable. because like, I love that they reference My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it is a movie that like is so specific and like... It, it's just ripe for jokes. Yes, yeah. The Simpsons has one of my favorite uh, jokes ever, uh, which is the the video game, and one of the controls just says, uh, "Tell me more." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you, so you you uh, go up to make him. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is a great joke. Like, uh, but I mean, uh, no, honestly, that movie is interesting. Like, if you watch it uh, when you're older. It makes yeah, sense. It's, absolutely. It's, like as a time, kid, it's like I think the most boring movie ever. Yeah, I think as a kid, I probably was like, I don't want to watch two people talking. I yeah. hated it. I think it's horrible. Um, Have you watched it? As <laughs> yeah, an adult? I saw it for my first time this year. Oh really? Um, yeah. Well, the reason I hated it was I was doing movie a day. Um, oh, that's right. And uh, I got I got burnt out, and I'm still trying to like hustle and watch like three a day for a long time. So I am getting burnt out on movies, which is not the movie's fault. I was watching it with my friend uh, to the podcast, Joe Kuzala, and we didn't know what the movie was at all. We've seen it uh, made fun of in, you know, um, Waiting for Guffman and all these different things. But I didn't know that the whole movie was was what it was. And right. there, I have just seen so many movies that I love that, you know, borrowed from that, like The Trip, but had mm-hmm. a lot of jokes in it. 
or, so or I, before sunrise exactly which is one of my yeah, I have, yeah like yeah. that's my favorite trilogy ever yeah, yeah that's a great so movie yeah. there are just so many movies i've seen that came out after that that probably couldn't have existed without it that are so much better to me and my right. sensibilities that it was kind of going backwards like you know like when you watch like some you know early movies that inspired a lot they're just like why is why do people love citizen kane right, like it's just right. sometimes it's hard to get into the head of it did you love citizen kane um, I I did, but I okay, yeah. I thought uh, I thought he's just one of the best. Ever. Oh yeah, he's oh of course, fantastic. Orson Welles is my so hero. He's yeah. on my phone. Well, you know, I was gonna say you should see the he's third on man. Your phone? Oh, I will. Yes, because that third. No, I mean like, uh, well, basically the third <laughs> man. The third I'm so man glad you returned to that. See, like, my hero. He's on your <laughs> see, he's lock like, screen. Yeah, I, I, I love this man. I worship him. I mean, people would wonder. They yeah. would hear this episode and go, "Please elaborate." I feel like I can call his ghost anytime I want. You know what? Um, Let's see in this new Ghostbusters movie. Do they call Orson Welles? I I actually have an impression of Orson Welles, but I don't know if I I can pull it out. I I would love for you to. I've done it when I... The way I am with impressions, I watch something and then I just adopt... So I haven't watched uh-huh. it. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, so More it's like it might be then. it might be uh uh rusty. Let me see. Um if you're going to learn to be an actor, you must learn that there's the thing that you do that happens with actors and I don't understand why we do this. Like I that's can't, great. Eh, that's, no, I that's feel like great. I can almost get it. But now, so I know what you mean though. I mean it's yeah. sort of like uh I don't know if we we may have talked about this eons ago but um there's a whole book of artists drawing millhouse from memory oh really and so i, I love that concept of like not referencing something before you do it yeah yeah you kind yeah, of it's yeah. just like soup in your brain and right. swirling around well after do it. we record i'll play you my because i recorded me doing Ooh, it and it's perfect. way better than i just did it because it's like i was watching a movie and i took the sound off and then yeah. i just did him and i was like able to perfectly great nail i want it. Yeah. you to just share that with us i don't want these losers to no they're not gonna to hear it no <laughs> one will hear it I, I only play it for friends. Oh, great. Because, <laughs> like, if, if it comes up, like, during drunken talk. But yeah. anyway, I love Orson Welles, so. Yeah, so, all right. Back to this episode. So, Homer is inspired by the Zorro movie. And, um, and I love this. I feel like this sensibility, like, to be so, like wrapped up in like the tone of a movie and to be inspired by a movie is something very kid like. I don't know yeah, if you guys yeah. experienced that as well of as a course. child. Well, like, also that you watch moment, a movie that's yeah. like action packed and you're like imitating the character on the playground. Like it's Oh, when I was a kid I imitated uh, Ace Ventura all the time. I bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and everyone else. Right. Even right. adults. But also adults. there's a moment in the it, like when Homer's watching it and then you see the glove slap happened and then Homer just goes <gasps> Like you can just see yeah, in his face that childlike, thing. like, w- like love and wonder. It's like the inspiration hits him. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just like, you can do that. It's interesting yeah. that this episode is, you know, so often referenced as like, you know, being like straying away from the quote unquote golden age of The Simpsons because in the way that it's structured, it's taking all of these like trapdoor twists and turns. Yeah, it's similar to you know some of the quote-unquote best episodes of the season. I agree. Like, it's really hard to predict where it's going to go next. You're right. Um, that's why when I was watching this, and then, like, the whole joke about, oh, the, the farm you grew up on, which right. is, like, never, ever mentioned in any other episode. You mean Grandpa's farm? Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I kind of love that. Me too, me too. I was going to say, I it's just, so like fun. you said, where it goes is yeah. so great. Because, like, there's no reason to... And, like, one of my favorite shows of all time, Red Dwarf, does that. Mm-hmm. They They basically, in every episode, they don't really reference stuff from the past it's like kind of like like oh this is they don't care about uh, continuity 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just kind of like it's just confident story. It's like every episode mm-hmm. is its own thing. And that's really great. Yeah. And I and I like that there's no annoying fact check people that are like, well, actually. Well, there are, especially for The Simpsons, but not on Red Dwarf. I yeah. Or imagine. yeah. And, and also the fact that that it, it it's t- this episode is taking that like um and and running with it. Right. And it's doing it well. Yeah. Because like you said, I mean, you got the uh, Zorro movie, you got Glove Slap, you got the Southern gentleman who's like Foghorn Leghorn. Right. You know, and you've got like the farm and, and then it's like And kind of like that rich Texan character too. They kind of have like a similar sensibility with all like their big bombastic rich characters. Yeah, yeah. So I say so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they could all like be neighbors in like Warner the Brothers. same universe. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I actually wore my sideburns today because of the Southern guy. <laughs> Thank you. Shave those so sideburns. <laughs> uh, I mean, we have seen uh, we have seen Homer uh, in a farm or like at least like that kind of shack that he lived in before um he and uh, he and his dad go there when they have the tonic oh yeah that's right um and you know it almost burns and all that but pulling that out of as a reference as like oh well naturally we'll just go to this farm feels still pretty random and Mm -hmm. totally yeah Yeah, well it's like funny because like because then bart immediately is like oh the farm that grandpa you know it's like yeah no it's funny there's that line Mm -hmm. that basically solves their whole backstory problem. And yeah, and, and it's kind of meta in a way of like, yeah. this, this is what we have to do in order to make this narrative work. Right, you know, it's like exposition. a, it's kind of a writer's joke. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. because if you're a writer, intentionally you'll Intentionally lazy. Yeah, yes. you'll know that there's one line that solves all the problems. Yeah, I, yeah, intentionally lazy is a perfect way to describe it. We can't go back home. Where are we gonna live? Ooh, how about that house? That has people living in it. You can see them through the windows. Lousy show-offs. Look, it's Jimmy Carter. Could you build us a house, President Carter? We can't go back to ours. I'm sorry. These are for the truly needy. Yeah, get your own habitat. I'm right, Carter. Build us a house, you lazy bum. You have offended me, sir. I challenge you to <laughs> come back here. Why, you yellow belly? Come on, move it! Where are we going, Dad? How should I know? And why are you driving so fast? Because I'm trying to think. What would Zorro do? Zorro! Rural Route 9? That's it! We can hide out at the farm where I grew up. You mean Grandpa's old farm? Yeah, it'll be fun. Fresh country air, apples for the picking, sing-along hay rides. What a dump. Race you to the swimming hole! <laughs> Come on, Ma! Bring the youngins! There's no leeches! Oh, oh, oh! Arts of snakes, though! <laughs> Woo! And I also love there's a really fun animation moment in uh, the scene when they go back to the farm and uh, Homer says something like, oh, and I'll, I'll meet you at the watering hole. And he like dives into the lawn <laughs> where we <laughs> yeah. imagine the watering hole used to be. And he's swimming around in the grass and he's like shoulder deep in it, you know, right, right, so right. it's it's physically impossible but yeah it's like an uncle scrooge moment yes yeah yes, it's yes. <laughs> we need more of those every day all day uh, you can swim in anything is what i like yes yeah that's yeah. the number one rule of animation did you know right. that oh um, it is yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like uh, you sure you can swim that, in anything i'll take it number one you can swim in anything number two you can get hit by an anvil and still live yeah yeah, yeah. of course yeah. uh the farm by the way if anyone is interested is based on the the movie um uh, flesh and bone. So that was like what they used Ooh. to model it after. 
Not really? Deliverance? <laughs> not Deliverance. I, so there'd be more banjos. Well, there is a Deliverance <laughs> kind of episode where they go to Florida. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guys play the banjo. Somebody at, I threw a barbecue, a 4th of July barbecue, and some fucking Yahoo. I had like cool, fun movies on, on yeah, mute in yeah, the background. Right. Some fucking guy. I think it was Matt Champagne. I'm calling him out. Put on oh, Deliverance. Oh, I know Matt Champagne. Put on Deliverance. And so throughout Did he the, really? Yeah, throughout the barbecue, it's oh like my God. there was a group Ass of people rape. just watching Deliverance in the corner. Oh, see, if you've never seen that, that's really bad. <laughs> it is. Because that's not something <laughs> you want to just look up and see. I think everybody knows it as the rape movie. Yeah. But it's actually, so good, though. It's yeah. It is a, a good movie. movie. It's a really good movie. I watched that right after... Um, my dinner with Andre. I'm just like, now this is a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's how you <laughs> cleansed your palate. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know. I think I. I think I sent you a list of stuff, but like, because you also watched Turbo Kid, right? Yes, which I love. That was great. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people don't like it. Oh, it's perfect. That's why I sent it. What's Turbo I, Kid about? It's kind of like this, like '80s style, like, 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 like the kid in it's from Degrassi. But it's like I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all I need. Yeah, yeah. and um, and basically it's just like this kid who it's like a post-apocalyptic story, but he finds like it's like Mad Max for little kids. Yeah, cool. And it's really gory, but fun gory. Cool. Mm-hmm. And Michael Ironside's the villain. Mm-hmm. That feels kind of Robert Rodriguez-y. Like yeah, he was it's a lot to do like that. Spy Kids. It's good. Yeah. It's really good, but it it I don't know what it is. It's like because there's other movies like Beyond the Black Rainbow that nobody likes, but I really like. I like that too. It's great, right? Because mm-hmm. I I see things in movies that I feel like not a lot of people are paying attention to. Yeah. And I always go for the feel. Right. If the movie makes me feel something, then it's important, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I say you're not wrong in that, and and it feels like it's more broad strokes. But people are like, oh, the story, the acting, like uh, like they get hung up on those oh, really? things. Yeah. Like I even loved the horrible uh, most recent X Men movie that came out. Me too. It me was too. Fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was great. I had a good yeah. time at the movies. I did as Therefore, well. Therefore, I liked it. Well, I, I like had a great time watching it. Turn it on and turn that. it off. I I I hate the part of myself that gets very like. Well, actually, <laughs> well, but if it's, it's pretentious, hard. it's different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, d- I did not right, care for right. Magic Mike XXL, and I feel like I was in the minority because everybody was like, you know, raising it up as like the most feminist movie of all time, but it wasn't well made, and like yeah, the, the shots problem. lingered on characters in a right. way to suggest that there was information being delivered to us. Yeah, but really, it was just a cool shot. And I'm I just afraid felt to like Ugh. you're right. I'm afraid to mention another movie that I really don't like that everyone likes. You could say it. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna get a lot of flack here. I didn't get Whiplash. Like oh. a lot of people hate Whiplash. It's it okay. was it was like uh, it, here's the thing: the main character is very unlikable, uh-huh. and like you have to kind of he has to have something about him that makes me care. Yeah, and I didn't care what happened to him. Yeah, and I feel like that's very important. But anyway, I don't want to get distracted. I know. <laughs> no, I could I talk know. for hours about that because like me and my friend, you know, Mike. We both hated it. We were both just right. like, what is everyone talking about? Although, J.K. Simmons was great. J.K. Simmons was amazing in yeah, it. Yeah, he's like the only person I that saved the movie though, for me. It's always hard, though, when you go to see a movie and you feel like you're in the minority of, of like seeing another degree of it. That yeah. It's like Emperor's New Clothes. Like, yeah. wh- why am I the only person who's seeing this? And yeah. when I saw Magic Mike, uh, I saw it with my friend Joe Wagner. And we I know Joe. All, yeah, yeah, we were all game to enjoy it. We even smoked weed before. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. And um, <laughs> and we, we saw it on a Tuesday afternoon. And yeah. then, you know, later... I was talking to uh, a lot of my lady friends, and they loved it, and they informed me that I did it wrong. I well, should have seen it with a pack guy. of girls. Yeah, everyone <laughs> likes that guy from Pee Wee. You know, that's why. 
Oh, Joe Manganiello. Yeah, yeah. I love that he's the guy from Pee Wee to you. Yeah, well, no, because, or True Blood, but everyone yeah. was just like, oh, he's so hot, you know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, and this is the last I'll say about Magic Mike XXL, um, <laughs> uh, but I just feel like it didn't make a clear choice of what kind of movie it was going to be because right. it at one point seemed like a buddy road trip comedy. And then is another it? point, it was like, you know, more of like uh, the first one, or like this arty kind of, but still yeah. blockbustery, yeah. you know, like, you fucking want this like <laughs> hot dudes movie and right, i just right, right. i just felt like it was poorly made but speaking whatever. of blockbusters uh, <laughs> uh well i just something that we didn't talk about even though it's one of our sponsors uh thank you sponsors is um it opens this whole episode opens on saving private ryan parody yeah um and i love so we're watching you know what is very clearly the opening of that movie um and then marge uh, is just like oh war is terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of really great like, marge moments like in normally this. war is okay but she's <laughs> She sees She's able to see it, it now. Yeah. yeah, I love the German getting up like in the lobby. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. right, yeah, and and yeah, the whole comment of like you know, at what length will these companies go to sell a soda to sell a well, stupid product? What's funny is okay, that was in '99 when like I'd say a lot of ads kind of didn't do that, mm-hmm. so that's a funny joke. But like now, what's insane is like ads do that. Yeah, they do kind of like show you something fucked up and then go Taco Bell. And it's yeah, like, it's there's weird. A clear that, disparity. Yeah, it's weird that now there's like no shame in like mm-hmm. advertising. You know, it's like it's kind of gone the, that distance. Well, advertising just as a medium has changed completely given right, that, right. you know, most of the content we get is through streaming content. And so they kind yeah. of have to, they have like, to be in more, smaller, uh, yeah. like, you know, Aggressive. 10 second snippets. Like, yeah, yeah, just really shove it down your throat. I, I wish, know. I wish that Bart was still uh, pushing Butterfingers. Yes. I really too. like, you know, he. Those are fun. Yeah, like, they have so many. Um, like candy ads at Six Flags and like uh-huh. they I saw they had like an old like uh Bart Butterfinger thing there that oh. made me very happy. Oh yeah. If if anybody's been to Six Flags Magic Mountain in uh Valencia, California, it is uh locked into the year nineteen ninety seven, baby. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. <laughs> I haven't been every, there in a while. Every so. ride has Well um, the year passes the price of admissions. So <laughs> is it really <laughs> I'm, that makes sense. Um it, every line has like a TV that's like huge <laughs> just like huge block from like 1997 and it's playing commercials from the time that's and amazing it's really great do you yeah. think do you think that that's intentional i think it's laziness i think that laziness? they're i think that they they're getting more out of it than they thought they they could possibly could right because they're not they didn't predict that a bunch of us would find that nostalgia amazing. yeah i don't i think yeah. i love no. watching commercials from that era well, me too i yeah. love watching i think commercials it's boomeranged back yeah. like i think that it, it was like cutting edge at the time when they first were like let's put tvs in our lives yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like you and know, then it got tired and then it, and, and now it's cool again but i think yeah. because also what's interesting you say about commercials is that because commercials now are just so awful mm-hmm. like you look upon though that era of commercials is great the golden age the golden yeah, age because like absolutely. i have like i have vhs's that i've recorded simpsons and uh-huh. seinfeld and whenever there's commercial blocks i'm excited i'm like oh boy I mean, like you, you do find people there there are certain commercials that are getting more creative and yeah. so you know, but they are diamonds in the rough i think that it's very homogenous right now i just watch commercials now and i get pissed yeah because uh, i'm like how dare they try to trick <laughs> me yeah like, <laughs> even yeah. though it works like sometimes how dare they <laughs> how dare marketing work yeah yeah <laughs> you oh you got me again yeah m's so let's get back to this episode um so they go back to the farm and uh homer has decided this is my new life because he's trying to escape the um foghorn leghorn uh guy who's yeah. trying and, and to 
duel him. Yes, and the way that happened, just because um, we haven't really introduced this character, um, who's just known as the sur- the Southern uh, Colonel. Yes. Um, by the way, the word Colonel when you're a little kid is the most confusing backwards yeah. topsy turvy word. I agree. Word. <laughs> there can mean so many things. Colonel of I used to say colonel. Yeah, colonel. Well, the spelling of it is so weird. <laughs> yeah. And um, I remember it's there's. Like ketchup. Yeah, there's it's a, exactly like <laughs> there's a Shirley Temple movie called like The Little Colonel, I think, and oh, I remember yeah, just yeah, being yeah. so confused, like what that is this? Right. <laughs> the Little Colonel. I know. Uh oh. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> 1930s. Whoops. Uh oh. But uh, Homer is kind of trying out this glove everywhere, and he's finding that it, it helps him kind of in every situation. And he's at the quickie mart and goes through an entire line of people before hitting this guy, and then he accepts the duel, which is of course, uh, is the last thing that Homer was prepared to do. And I just love that he looks how he does. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then the fact that Homer just kind of doesn't really say, he's just like coming through, duel happening, uh, challenge, all that. Right. He, he basically half-asses those statements. But yeah. then that guy, the Southern guy, hears the whole thing. It's like proper like, etiquette. Yeah. So he knows. yeah, he's just like, I accept your duel, sir. I know. And it's like, he's just like, what? And I, I love that he's shocked. Yeah, you know, that well, Homer's all <laughs> it. He doesn't think about consequences. And that's right. part of the mm. fun of that's like, why stories with him. Yeah, this episode is classic Homer just doing what he does best. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like his half-assed way of not thinking about what he's doing. And he's not particularly scared when he flees. He just like flees because right. that's the thing to do. So they go to the farm and, you know, he decides I'm going to start farming. And But he yeah. knows nothing about soil. And he knows nothing about anything. He goes to the local store and he's like, I'd like to plant all these plants. And like, you know, the guy behind the counter is like, I don't think that you're going to be able to do that at your farm. You don't know anything about my farm. Well, I know the pH levels are. And he like knows everything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so not going to plant anything if you have gummy bears. Don't. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fun. Also, the, the conversation when Homer comes up to that store is pretty good between him and the local yokels. Um, oh, actually, before that, there's a moment that I really love. Um, gosh, who is it? Please help me. Um, when they're driving and they're looking for a place to live before they go to the farm, someone is building um, houses. But who is it? Oh, it's um, Jimmy Carter. Thank you. Jeez, <laughs> that was driving me crazy. He, he talks like the Southern Gentleman, which is funny. Yeah, so he's doing Habitat for Humanity. And right, he's and he's also got the glove. Out. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's helping out... Um, I'm blanking on everybody's name. The the slackjawed yokel. What's oh, his name? Oh, Cletus. Cletus, Cletus and his yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I love any time that Cletus comes. I, know. I think Cletus that's great. Is and Branding. Yeah, uh, but yeah, y- yokel is a word that I only know because of the Simpsons. Oh, Same right, here. Right, the slackjawed right, yokel right. because of the jingle. So good. Because mm-hmm. um, of the uh, 22 short films. Yep, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, in our in our guidebook, um, there's a section that's Homer versus the local yokels, which is just a, also a fun, satisfying Tamako-y type uh, phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> the, they're these two guys and this is a pretty common kind of thing that you see when there's someone new in town. So it's, well, 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 look at the city slicking, uh, city slicker pulling up in his fancy German car. And he's just like, this car was made in Guatemala. <laughs> well, pardon us, Mr. Gucci loafers. I bought these shoes from a hobo. Well, la-di-da, Mr. Park Avenue manicure. And Homer admires his hands. I'm sorry, I believe in good grooming. I know, I love that. <laughs> That's the classic three of course. Yeah. punch joke, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Because it's going breeze. one way and then it completely mm-hmm. switches gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at the city slicker pulling up in his fancy German car. This car was made in Guatemala. Well, pardon us, Mr. Gucci loafers. I bought these shoes from a hobo. Well, la-dee-da, Mr. Park Avenue manicure. 
Sorry, I believe in good grooming. I also like when he's like, oh, what about that house? That has people living in it. You can see it through the windows. Yeah, and he's like, show off. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it looks so generic. It's like, this looks like two Barbie dolls kind of like in a house. So so then Homer, uh, he can't plant, he can't grow anything and has this idea of um, taking plutonium and putting them into the soil. (laughs) And there's a great like Lenny and Carl moment. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I have it in front of me, but it's like this great like oversimplified dialogue. It's the Lenny and Carl show. Yeah, you know, and it's like you just see I that their like lives are that. so empty. <laughs> you know, there's know. just nothing there. Especially with Homer not Seems being dangerous. there. Oh, uh, uh, one trivia thing: Do you know their last names or their full names? Lenny, it's like Carl Carlson and, and Lenny like Leonard. Yeah, Lenny Leonard. I love <laughs> <Lenny> that. Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I just found that out like recently. You know, was it at Stonecutters? Because you were on one. Of I was the on one of the spe- teams. I was, but I don't think that's. You when. were like probably one of the last ones. We haven't done those in a oh, while. Oh yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. with Alex and 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 Callie. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I, I I think it was before that when I heard it. I don't uh-huh. remember where. I love like trivia like that. I, yeah. It's so yeah. funny how it's like, like Homer J Simpson. That it's right. J stands for J J Y. Oh, that's I love such a those pretty reveal of, too. I yeah. know. That's yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah. so sweet. But that's yeah, I, I love like the oversimplified like. What do you want? We're not gonna be. We're gonna save our creativity for when it counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna make poetry out of this. My <laughs> other favorite Lenny and Carl moment, remember that one where they, they had that car accident and they're just like flying towards each other? Uh-huh. And there's like it's like frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're sweet. They're always great characters to check in on. I love those two. Yeah, yeah. they're just so yeah. pure, you know? Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, it's like it's just there's always their moments that are like very memorable. You right. Know? And like they, they fit. It's just why I love Simpsons, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Homer plants the plutonium and he, you know, is like fully anticipating this sort of like Marvel-esque reveal. Uh, yeah. And he says something like, all right, kids, like we planted plutonium and it's going to be all these big crops. So you might want to crane your necks beforehand just to prepare. <laughs> well, and that that shot, you know, because you never really see that angle. Uh-huh. I, is that one of the first times you see them? Like, from that? I don't know. Perhaps. Because I remember like as a kid watching that like a long time ago being like, whoa, I've never seen that side of the Simpson, you know what I mean? Like, right. Is it from, from underneath? No, it's like they, they're going like this, so you just see this like front shot where it's like a circle and then their noses. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's like a, it's a probably, very, yeah. Yeah, it's a shot that it's I don't... It's very dimensional. It's very dimensional, but as an, if you're in animation, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you never see that angle. So I'm sure it's it was very, so fun for them to just... Yeah. Anytime it's like slightly off model, I'm sure it's Right, like right. And that, that, that kind of is a great moment that like yeah. few people would notice. But yeah. like being in cartoons, like I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that... Because I don't remember that shot perfectly, but the closest that it would have possibly come to that is probably when... Um, in the toaster Halloween episode when oh, they're yeah. bigger oh, and yeah, you yeah. get are kind of like looking up at them in that way. Right, mm-hmm. right. But when they're uh, crush Homer. man, I have to go back and watch that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a I should I should have taken a picture because yeah. I thought of when I saw it, I was like, it's a great picture because it's all of them. Yeah. Like, looking up. Yeah, yeah. I love that'd that. be a great yeah, like yeah. Uh, now that we have Frankiac, which thank God for Frankiac, um, we can find Truly. any screenshot that we want from The Simpsons, and they're probably they're all pretty like high def. Right, so you can find that screenshot and you know blow it up and frame it. Yeah, <laughs> make your own uh, make your own uh, merch for The Simpsons. True, that would be a good <laughs> shirt. Like merch. Yeah, you know what? Um, one of the funny jokes is when he says Grasshopperist. Mm-hmm, yeah, because that's not a real movie. The amazing colossal man and grasshopperist. Yeah, yeah, and I like when he said, "Like, didn't he kill Chad Everett?" <laughs> Just like <laughs> when he tried to reason with him. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of really fun, like tan- tangent, heavy yeah, yeah. jokes in but this it's, episode. It's kind of like um, I'm trying to think. There's there's other moments like that where where Homer just says something, like that's like 
a movie or a fake thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like one of those moments because I, yeah. I thought Grasshopperus is just a funny name for a movie. I know, I know. <laughs> so, all right, so we we kind of tripping all over the place on, on the plot of this, but basically um, the plutonium doesn't work to create these giant plants, but they find like one tiny sapling is growing out of the ground, and then that eventually becomes the tomato plants. So yeah. it's these tomatoes. They look like these perfectly ripe tomatoes on the outside, but then when you cut into them, it looks like they're dead inside. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> they just Bart, look rotted. Bart instantly gets addicted to them. Yeah. Um, and he I says that him. they taste terrible, but yeah. they taste like are cigarette so butts. Smooth. Him like stamping it out is so funny. Yeah. Because that's another joke that as a kid I loved. Yeah. Because that was just like a, such a funny shot. This is like this perfectly original Simpsons invention that I think yeah. that's part of the reason why it resonated with so many people because they created this thing that yeah. didn't exist before. And there's actually a bit of trivia where a scientist, a botanist, had tried to create his own Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Succeeded, wow. but was, of course, terrified to taste test it. I really? Think, I think but Ian Maxwell Graham uh, received it. Ooh, wow. Yeah, yes. There was, he thought, the scientist originally thought that there would be like a deathly amount of, or not a deathly, but like an alarmingly high amount of nicotine in the plant itself. So he was scared to taste it. But uh, after like testing it, there was only like a moderate amount found in the leaves of it. So it it was okay in the end, but still So it's actually safer than real cigarettes. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. See, that's like the solution for people quitting smoking. Yeah, there it is. We found it. Right. Um, It is in the episode, yeah. I really like Lisa saying to Tobacco. That's pretty clever, Dad. I mean, for a product that's evil and deadly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. And I like her pointing out that because, of course, we find some discrepancies in Homer's cleverness in certain episodes. Like, perhaps he says a reference that's a little bit too smart for him. So I right, kind of like yeah. that moment of her being like, yeah. you know, that's kind of surprising for you. Classic Lisa quip. So, classic So Lisa. I don't know if this is the scientist because this might just be a separate thing. It, in uh, At least on Wikipedia, which who knows uh, if this is accurate or not, uh, the episode inspired an Organ man to make his own version of tobacco by grafting a tomato stem to a tobacco root. He eventually gave some to Max Stone Graham, who ate it. Which yeah. is my favorite way sentence could I think end. I may have read that as well. <laughs> organ man, that sounds like such like a Renaissance era. Yeah, like Florida era. man. Or no, I was gonna say like a Renaissance era like trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, like for the, the plague. <laughs> buy your sell your wares. Yeah, yeah. He's selling his wares. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was probably in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That was the guy that was coming around right. bringing out your dead. <laughs> anyway, true. Um, yeah. So then Tamako takes the world by storm. Yeah. Um, and I love. So we see Chief Wiggum come by with uh, Ralph and. I always love Ralph. Yeah, I yeah. always love Ralph. I always yeah. love Wiggum. The man's and offering you a treat. And I love. <laughs> I love any time that like you know there's. There's no acknowledgement from people that know the Simpsons. Yeah. That they know the Simpsons. Right, right, And right. so, you know, that's what we see with Wiggum and then uh, the tobacco plant. Uh, everybody becomes addicted to it. The funny thing is when they eat it, they just go, oh, and they just keep going. I know. <laughs> uh, I also love uh, Marge is setting up a, a mince pie. Oh, that's a great yeah. joke. Yes. And uh, <laughs> would you like some uh, mince pies? Is, is there tobacco in it? No, but... The no. He just goes, a pass. Oh, a pass. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Is. That's even better. Thank is you. Is there tobacco? Like, he's obsessed with tobacco just from, like, one bite. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, of course, um, a, a another Springfield original Laramie Cigarettes comes knocking, and right. they want a piece of the tobacco pie. Which that great, is it, um, God, I'm blanking on her name, doing the voice of the Mindy. Um, uh, Mindy... Mindy's the character who offers she's the like, money, but no, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I'm trying I, to. I'm blanking onto the name, but it's like the famous, you know, voice actress. She does like everybody. Hmm. Uh, oh, not Yardley yeah. Smith or no, Nancy um, Cartwright. Um, no, she. Uh, Pamela Hayden. 
No, she does Chippendale. She does Gummy oh. Bear Voices. She's like in everything. I think it's Tress McNeil. Tress McNeil. Tress McNeil. I, I feel bad that I forgot her name. But yeah, like she is just like, you hear that voice in the yeah. show and you're like, she's such a staple yeah. of a Simpsons character. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like, oh, thank you. You know, it's like she's got that, right, right, that right. cold-hearted businesswoman character and it's so great yeah and I, I love like, that uh, like the Simpsons uses the same repertory of voices yeah I know? mean it's like it, it just fits in their show so much and like Tress McNeil's kind of like an institution like she's yeah, she's been around so long and um like there's that episode remember where she does she's on the show as herself playing like it's either itchy or scratchy or, like, oh both. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's like her basically mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. great yeah and yeah. um, but uh, I love that joke of like, oh, I think something's going on between me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you I, I love that joke too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, when when Marge is trying to talk to him about like the negotiation of yeah, uh, this yeah, yeah, and price that they're offering. They're offering 150 million dollars to buy the plant, right. which could change everything, of course, for The Simpsons. But that can't happen on this show. It's because it in every sitcom, return. remember, mm-hmm. there's that rule: you mm-hmm. don't let your characters kind of become like super. F- successful or rich no no you uh, i had a writing teacher who described it as you have to put the genie back in the bottle at the end of every episode right right you have to restore it to the ground like you can give them all this money but they have to spend it all and lose it yeah by the end of the episode unless you're building toward a season arc yeah i call Mm -hmm. it the perfect strangers rule (laughs) because they never quite get to where they need to go yeah yeah um like they yeah. have something going and then by the end of the episode it's all ruined. right and so of course homer gets a little greedy and you know uh, decides uh, that 150 million is not enough that they won't do it for any less than 150 billion and then they <laughs> immediately just scoot off right, right and homer says in his classic homer tone they'll be back yeah <laughs> which is yeah. funny because nowadays i feel like 150 billion is a pretty good deal <laughs> i don't know probably yeah but yeah i mean i'm just saying i could closer see to that than it was at the time probably. yeah I feel like because back then it's like whoa that's no way but now it's like you hear about these big like deals happening and like yeah. that's probably the more acquisitions in yeah. Silicon Valley kind of stuff right yeah. like they would be more willing to pay that much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. that's what's funny about you watch it now and you're like well that's kind of makes sense right. that he'd want that much money because they're going to make that much you know yeah. selling these things and or more than that for sure and so and this episode in being so jam packed with all these different storylines it's like Man, we've got five minutes le- left of this episode, and there's so much more to cover. Yeah. So they have this deal get squandered because you know the addicted um, farm animals are Which eating all the crops. My favorite in the whole episode is those animals. Yeah. Because I also like because I was gonna say earlier that my favorite jokes in Simpsons or one of my is like when they have animals, mm-hmm. because like when Homer just takes the the plant from the cow. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha. And the cow's like, oh, like, yeah. it's just that, like, it, I laugh because it's an animal and I he's like, it doesn't even know what's cow. going on, but Homer's acting yeah. like it's a person. <laughs> and like, yeah. And then, uh, also the, the amazing line is tobacco is like the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like it truly is. And, um, at least according to the guidebook, those, uh, those animals are reminiscent of the zombies in night of the living dead when they kind of barricade the house up, yeah. Yeah. uh, which explains why it's so truly terrifying, which also probably inspired that movie black sheep. Have you guys seen that? I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. The Chris Farley movie? No, no. It's a, there's a zombie <laughs> movie with zombie sheep called Black Sheep. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. no one's seen it. It's like, I think it's like British. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's actually pretty good. Because it's like, it yeah. But it, when I saw that movie, I was thinking of tobacco. Uh-huh. I was like, this has kind of been done. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, of course, after uh, 
everything dries up on the farm. They go back to their home, and Homer naturally forgets why he left in the first place. And <laughs> why did we ever leave? Yeah, and uh, the gentleman, the southern gentleman, is still waiting for him on the front lawn. <laughs> so now he has to face off with yeah, this I, guy. I love that. It's so funny because that little joke of Marge trying to sell her mincemeat pies is what saves everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what turns out. What is that intoxicating aroma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this perfectly wrapped up story. Is uh, that then he's Ossie? still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I know. I just like, I love his voice. So. It's great. Yeah. And then, but he does shoot Homer in the arm, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's right, like, it was stopped right. by the bone. I was like, I think this is my That's where we have kind to of a hospital. throwaway ending, too. It is. Yeah. Because yeah, he gets shot and then he just goes, like, oh, uh, I'll have pie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had to. I mean, it was like clocks a ticking. Right, right. Well, you they, know, they set up so much that the end just has to be really quick. But that's kind of great. Yeah, and they because, do that a yeah, lot, actually. Yeah. I just know? like that they go right... Because it's almost like he escapes, but mm-hmm. then like he comes right back. And yeah. then it's like, uh, nothing changed. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like You mm-hmm. had a whole adventure, and then everything goes right back to zero. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple moments that are pretty funny that uh, we missed, um, which are uh, when Homer's saying, just like, well, you know, maybe it's a bad season for farming, but then they cut over to the other farm, and um, there's like... Uh, stalks up to an elephant's eye. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a that's from speaking of musicals uh, from o- Oklahoma. There's a lyric: "The corn is as high as an elephant's eye." Oh, which that's is a very great. very cute moment that they and did I love there. They feed him like a gopher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gopher great. looks cute too. I they all look cute. Yeah, yeah. And I love the way they draw animals just in general. <laughs> I know that that's what I was gonna say. What I was saying earlier, like anytime there's animals, like it's, it's so great. Cute. It's great. That mm-hmm. ostrich too. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> it's like why is there an ostrich there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any stray thoughts for this episode that we maybe didn't get to in our um, kind of walkthrough? Oh, stray thoughts? Anything from this episode that we maybe Oh, well, missed? you know, um, I paused it a bunch of times when, like, the the uh, the movie credits are going by for the Zorro movie. So uh-huh. funny. Right? Oh, so you watched those two? Posh, Posh Spice. Spice and Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> like, uh, there was another one that made me laugh. Uh, God, I took a picture of it. But it was like, it was hilarious when I watched it. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Scarlet Pimpernel, and it was like Booger Curtis Armstrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's and funny. And it's like, that's hilarious, Curtis Armstrong. I know exactly who that is. But oh, the yeah. the fact they said Booger. I know. That's, you know how I mean? I, that's how I knew him. Right, right. When we were kids. But they were but they were searching, I'm sure, in the writer's room, at like who a certain caliber caliber of celebrity where everybody knows who they are but yeah like not d-list yeah (laughs) well the funny thing is like back then it's like i'm sure he was like a joke right but like now he's in a lot of stuff yeah yeah and and he's more thanks in part to dan Harmon too right like he's been in community a bunch as like a guest star yeah yeah Yeah. i i've all i mean i know him as booger but like my favorite was always him in better off dead yes it's like the guy with the the hat yeah yeah he was great in revenge of the nerds as booger i mean that movie it was so good Anyway, he was um, an 80s staple. He was an 80s staple. Yeah. Another question we like to ask our guests is, um, is there any Simpsons character? Uh, it could be from the core family or from Springfield that you identify with most that I identify with. Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. Hmm. Wow. Identify with. Gosh, I, I wish I had uh, something prepared because I could have gone through every. Oh, I'm sorry. Found, for not. found it. <laughs> I mean, I guess Apu because. <laughs> I hate to say it, but my dad, uh, when I was a kid, owned a mini mart. Oh, cool. So I was pretty much Apu, or Apu's son. You were helping out with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking. child labor laws. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I worked um, 
as a kid and all the way up to teenage life. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was fun. I was like running a store. Right. Like, you know, I, I couldn't sell alcohol. I kind of fun. Yeah, I couldn't sell alcohol, but I was always there to like, if, if there was alcohol, I'd yell at my dad. Like, yeah. Daddy, come <laughs> sell <laughs> like, them booze. You had a lemonade stand, but it was like a bona fide. Yeah, I got to sell gum and, you know, lottery tickets. Fun. So that's probably illegal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, See, that's the thing. It's the top of my head. That is probably who I'm closest to uh-huh. because of that. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, as far as the other characters, it's hard to say. Um, I mean, I really love Principal Skinner. Yeah. Like, mostly because of how he's not he's he's funny in a way that's like very endearing yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you feel so bad for him but then like he's just so pathetic and it's wonderful he's very genuine he's such an interesting yeah. character yeah mm-hmm. because like the, the whole mother thing is the best the mother thing it's like psycho it's like totally it's like <laughs> it's totally like psycho but you know he also has like this badass side of like fighting in the war and yeah. like yeah you know. seymour skinner's badass song yeah right there's a skinner moment in this episode that we uh fail to mention just where agnes comes in and is embarrassing oh yeah it's like he has you shouldn't to have drank all those frescas yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a funny sort of yes go to the bathroom his uh bladder is full of urine yeah <laughs> and then Bo's just like okay okay like he doesn't want to <laughs> he hear, doesn't it. hear it's <laughs> not but yeah <laughs> which isn't that really gross but it's just funny that the mother is saying it i love I it yeah yeah uh thanks so much for being on the yeah show it was fun yeah, i you. i just like sitting and reminiscing about simpsons yeah you know, same that's, here. that's why we made this podcast well it's why like i was excited when when we talked yeah, at the party yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well because i've known about it a while and i and i was just well we've been trying to get you for a while Oh, you have? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you've been on our list. We oh, cool, to get you cool. In, so yeah, we're happy um, that it finally worked out. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I'm very excited. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Yeah. And then uh, do you have any place that people could find, uh, like, your stuff, Twitter or Oh, uh, well, I'm Abed G on Twitter. And um, I guess if you just go to YouTube and look up uh, Ahab the Arab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate that name, but it was like a long time ago. You have a ton of stuff up there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff up there. There's like, I haven't made stuff in a while, but it's because I just pitch all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like eventually you, something will, will get through. You yes. wrote on Rick and Morty. Yes, I did. And yeah. uh, that was very exciting. But uh, hopefully I'll go to season three. I haven't gotten the call yet, but yeah. I'm hoping to. I only write on um, interdimensional cable. Yeah. They bring me in because that's the crazy episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one where, you know, because when I used to do stuff with Justin, Uh that was like, that's all we did. Right. We used to make commercials for like a local record store. That's awesome. Yeah. And we did shit like that. Is that online? Those, yeah, uh, replay records. Cool. <laughs> Just look, re- look up replay records, Abed and Justin, like on YouTube, and they're they're there. But they're really like, they're so old that they're embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> like Justin wouldn't want people to see it. <laughs> but you are all game. Yeah, well. <laughs> You can just see our beginnings because uh-huh. we have ones with puppets and we have one with oh, giant yeah. chicken. Oh, yeah, I'm sure people would love to see that. Yeah. I want to see that. Right, right. But, I mean, I mean, you know, that's kind of how I fell into Rick and Morty just because mm-hmm. I've known him so long. And mm-hmm. uh, he wanted a bit of what we used to do. Also, we did House of Cosby's. Yeah. Yeah, which, which is which I love. infamous. Yeah, yeah, which was like all of us in a tiny apartment making each other laugh with Bill Cosby impressions. Yeah. Be- before the hammer fell. Oh yeah. Before all that craziness. And <laughs> yeah. you know, now it's, it's, you say his name and it's a different sort of. Absolutely. Feeling. I know that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. And then Julia, where can people find your stuff? At Julia Prescott on all the things. Where can people find your stuff? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> you could find me at Allie Gertz and you could find, uh, our intern and, uh, 
general wonderful lovely funny person at hell yes brandon uh he's uh making things sound good and has some cool stuff to share with you on the internet yeah and then uh you follow us at simpsons pod and everything's coming up podcast at gmail.com and uh donate to our patreon that's patreon.com slash simpsons pod we have different tiers of bonus treats uh all of them include our love and appreciation forever and ever (laughs) Uh, but some of them include some bonus episodes and let me tell you guys we recorded a bonus episode that uh i i love so much and like oh my god i i want to keep doing them and it's gonna feel like I, i imagine a whole other podcast that only you guys are privy to um and this is how much i love it i wish i could just show it to the world Um, (laughs) but we can't can't. so um donate to our patreon to get those exclusive episodes and um that's it yeah see you guys next week Bye. bye bye From the Z to the O to the double R-O, he's a dude in a mask from the barrio. With his horse and his mask and his big old sword, he'll cut your butt from a 52 cord.